0: Welcome to On The
1: Prowl. Hey, Welcome to I'm Robert And I'm Randy Johnson. Thank you for listening to us today. Today on this episode, we have Coach Thomas McDaniel with us. He is the head football coach at Christian Brothers High School here in Memphis, Tennessee. Welcome to the episode, Coach. Hey, Coach.
0: Hey, guys. Thanks for having me on. How are you? Doing well. Um, you know, just uh, working on my kitchen a little bit and trying to enjoy some downtime during the uh, in the midst of this pandemic and all the strange times with football.
1: Congrats on being named Tennessee Titans Coach of the Week last week and today being recognized in Commercial Appeals High School Mid-Season Report for Best Coaching Job.
0: I appreciate it. It's a team. Uh, effort, Obviously, you know, uh, it's always nice to get those acknowledgments, but, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's about everybody within the organization. And, and uh, for us to have, uh, or I guess, for me to get that kind of acknowledgment, it's just kind of an extension of, of what we've done as a program. And so I'm happy for our kids and I'm happy for our our, our assistant coaches as well.
1: It's a big award. But speaking of your team, what's it like having a team player like Dallin Hayden leading your team and being a great leader?
0: Well, I mean, um, you know, he's he started for us since he was a freshman, which is very abnormal. Uh, we, You know, I think, you know, his, Brad, or his dad brought him over from, uh, he was at St. George. His older brother, Chad, played brought him back at St. George, it was a uh, Mr. Football and Mr. Basketball candidate, if I'm not mistaken. And um, his dad decided to bring him to Christian Brothers, and he started it as a freshman and sophomore. So you know I think I kind of knew early on obviously the pedigree of his dad played in the NFL his brother played at Arkansas and now at ECU Uh, I knew that you know just the bloodlines of his family he was going to be a tremendous athlete but and so I've been working with Dallin for a long time uh, all the way back into the summer of his um, eighth grade year and you know I I had hoped and prayed that he was going to turn into a division one running back and uh, obviously it's nice to have a division one football player period but when you have a division one running back especially in an offense which stylistically what i like to do uh you know it's it definitely makes a difference so um he's a great young man he's got a bright future ahead of him he's um you know i think we've played we've played five games he's got almost 1200 yards 15 touchdowns um you know, I think you know his production speaks for itself uh, on the field. But he's, um, you know, he's he, he honestly is better than I thought he was going to be at this point. You know, I knew in the spring when we got shut down from coronavirus and the time that he had away, you know, he really utilized that time to get bigger and stronger since he wasn't in track. And um, you know, he came back this summer was 195 pounds, and you, you could tell early on that it looked like he was probably going to have a breakout season. And then I can distinctly remember our first day in pads where. We actually did some live inside run against our best defense, and he scored three plays in a row. And I think you know you could say, well, that was not a good sign for our defense, which was partly true at that time. But um, I think our defense has shown this year that we're you know we're pretty stout. It was just that Dallin is is that explosive. So anytime you have a guy that anytime when you give him the ball, he's got a chance to go to the house with it. It makes life a lot easier. Yeah. Be simplistic and and you know um, you know it's not that complicated of a game. If you got a guy like that, give him the ball
1: that makes sense yeah he's been a great player we've we've all loved watching him play what has been the hardest adjustments due to COVID what have you had to change and and add new to the team
0: so you know obviously we we missed out on the spring practice which that wasn't that big a deal the June was different because we uh, didn't get to do any football in Memphis due to the uh, the health department uh, restrictions so that was frustrating because I know there's a lot of places across the state that were allowed to do things and we were not, but the flip side of that, I think we were at least able to be together and unlike, um, you know, the the Shelby County schools, which now we know um, what I kind of felt like all along was going to be an issue for them. um You know, at least we were able to be together in June where they weren't allowed to do anything, which I I know would have been extremely frustrating. But, you know, we've had to be a little more simplistic in our planning. Uh, We've had to be smart with how we practice and and organize things and understand. You know, we really only had about three weeks before our first game, so it was really just about getting in enough to be good at something and also trying to get them in physical – you know, shape. I guess not only to take the beatings of the games, but also just um, you know being able to stand up to the the task of playing a game with very little time to get in that type of game shape. So, um, you know, that was an issue. I think we've had a couple of hiccups here and there with um, with it within the team, but we've done a good job of keeping our space at practice and limiting the close contact so you know every you know the the travel arrangements have been different we've not been able to take buses the crowds aren't as big um all that stuff is an issue but we really haven't focused on it too much we're really just worried about uh, what we can control and those things aren't things that we can control so we just uh we're old the punches well,
1: with a limited number of fans and parents at the games and i don't th- do y'all even ha- are y'all allowed to have a student section?
0: No, so I maybe mean, we our band sits um up on our patio uh, our students uh section uh, has to watch it from home so again it's it's not ideal we have a great student section and uh it's a big part of our community but you know it's um it takes away from the environment but I get when I think when the balls kicked off I think our kids are just uh, so uh fortunate and I think they understand they're fortunate and they're so excited just to be able to play considering that most of them you know, Christian brothers most of our guys are they play lacrosse or they play baseball or they play or they run a uh, track so most of them are in a spring sport so for them to have their springs taken away and then worrying about all summer whether football was going to happen I think uh, you know even though it's not normal and it's not ideal I think what we've got right now um, I think they're happy with it and obviously we'd like to have our student section there but at the t- at, you know for the time being it's not gonna happen and I think we continue to focus on we could be you know a couple miles away at, at White Station or at Germantown and uh, and we don't even have the option of playing so I think right. we all blessings for that yeah. yeah once you get in the game you know I've had people uh, make comments about. You know the atmospheres, but I think for the players, which is really the most important thing for the players, I think when the ball's kicked off, it's just a a game. So, uh, I don't think it's taking any... Sure, they'd like to play MUS in front of 5,000 people, but um, it still felt good. So, I mean, whether it's in front of 350 or whether it's in front of 5,000, you know, you still want to beat your rival. And uh, so, I mean, I, I don't see it being that big of a deal.
1: Well, you had mentioned this year for CBHS football, but obviously you've been there longer. So, how would you describe your time working with these boys.
0: Yeah, I mean, this is my 6th season. Um, so it's been it's been uh it's been kind of uh, surreal I mean it's a great place it's a place where um you know you get to build a lot of strong relationships with players and and coaches and faculty and um we have a great student section we have a great uh history and um you know we're just we're we're all fortunate to be a part of such a great uh institution but but uh, I've loved my time there I hope I can stay there for a long time and and uh continue to build upon the tradition that is uh you know Christian Rose football well
1: what got you into football what made you want to be a coach
0: you know i um i've been around the game of football my whole life i've uh My dad was one of the guys that kind of helped start S.Y.S., which was kind of the Shelby Youth Sports for years and years, was the big youth football organization and for track and field. And so my dad coached youth football for 25 years in Bartlett. And, uh, you know, I grew up on a football field. I grew up going to practice. I started playing when I was six and played till I was 22. So uh, it's just always been part of my life. I don't know that I it really have that moment where I would say, "Hey, I knew I was going to be a football coach, but um, you know, I've always looked up to my coaches, and I'd always admired uh, the coaches that worked with me, and I've always loved the game of football. So uh, when I was in college, and you know, trying to figure out what I wanted to do with my life, it just kind of seemed like the obvious uh, choice. And then, you know, luckily enough for me, I think um, I love what I do. Uh, I've been around great mentors, so timing is a lot of things, or timing is usually everything. And so I, uh, I've just had great great timing in my life I get a lot of credit for things that probably weren't my uh, mind to have but but I've been around great people I've had a lot of great players to work with and uh, and I've been in a lot of great situations
1: well you mentioned being a coach but there's also another part of you and that's being the president of the Tennessee Football Coaches Association okay yeah what does that entail
0: I mean it's 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 an organization where we're you know we're trying to always continue to grow our voice within the state of Tennessee and the game of football so you know obviously we keep a uh, close relationship with the team blister um you know we call a fame every year where we acknowledge coaches uh, in the state um uh, and the, through the game of football and, and contribution that, that they made on or off the field. We right. have a recruiting fair that we're, um, uh, that we work partner with the t- Tennessee Titans on. And we do that every year, um, to kind of get, you know, guys acknowledged. It's basically for, uh, your one double a and below. So you're a lot of your schools that are recruiting on minimal budgets. It's kind of a one-stop shop where everybody can come in and get recruiting packets from everybody from Ridgeway to Kingsport, Dobbins Bennett. So, um, you know, th- that's been a huge, thing for us and just, again, continuing to grow the game in a positive manner and making sure that we're doing all that we can as coaches and as an association to educate our coaches, continue to make the game safer and, and, um, you know, continue to share stories that, of the game of football and all the positive impacts it's had. You know, I think, you're not seeing it as much now, but we've gone through a time where our game has kind of been under attack and at times in the media. And, you know, look, there's definitely safety uh, issues that go along with the game and they're, they're you know, there's uh, lasting effects. God, you know, God knows I've had my own, but um, I think most guys that, that play the game recognize the, you know, recognize the risk that that they have and um you know uh, you play it most people play it because it's it's uh it's something they love to do or they understand that it's an opportunity that gets them out uh, of a you know a bad situation so it's a conduit for something much greater and yeah. so we try to share those positive stories and make sure that our game continues to get the recognition it deserves
1: so you spoke on connect it with the Tennessee titans as that as in like the game of the week and the titans like player of the year
0: our our, our connection with the t- like your your game of the week that, like last week, we were uh, fortunate enough to be a part of. That's just a community service that they do every week uh, that they kind of feature through it, throughout their you know social media presence, and that's just to kind of help promote high school athletics. The Mr. Football Award is run through them in partnership with the TWSWA, but our partnership with the Tennessee Titans is a recruiting fair that takes place in the late spring every year. And like I said, it's usually about right at a hundred high schools in the state gather at the club level of the Titan Stadium, and you know seven plus colleges will come in and it's a a, you know it's a recruiting fair so we we've got film set up and uh, informational packets for coaches so again you know when you're recruiting for Tennessee you're recruiting nationally and you've got money to fly wherever you need to go but if you're recruiting for Center College or LaGrange College or um, you know some of some of your smaller schools Bell Haven places like that then um, you know they don't have the money or the means to get everywhere and so these smaller colleges to come into Tennessee and kind of get a get a little taste of everybody in the state and again recognizing as many players as possible and trying to promote them as they want to move on to the next level
1: well what has been your favorite thing about coaching
0: you know i mean i like the i like the relationships you build with players obviously you know i think uh anytime you know i think you have better opportunities to build relationships like meaningful relationships with players as an as a position coach more so than you do a head coach I, i have a um I guess, and what's the word I'm looking for? A not normal kind of path to uh, being a head coach. I was only an assistant coach for six years. So, you know, I've spent 14 years of my coaching career as a head coach. And I think there's certain things about being a position coach when I was a position coach that I miss as far as having that one-on-one relationship when you've got your small group and that's, you know, the guys you focus on. And as the head coach, you've got to make a lot of decisions that kind of affect everybody, you know, and you're not quite as um, approachable at times. You know, I've got to make tough decisions. Sometimes I've got to be uh, the butthole when nobody else wants to be. And um, so I think to a certain point, that can limit your relationships. But I, I still feel like I've got a lot of guys that keep up with me and that I keep up with that are still playing or that have graduated from college. And I mean, I got, shoot, I got a, uh, a call two weeks ago from one of my kids that graduated from Oakland and Murfreesboro in 2010. Uh, so, yeah. you know, those were always to me the best part. Uh, but, but then, uh, you know, your competitive spirit and wanting to play and compete against each other, you know, the, I think me personally, the practicing and the planning, the strategic part of it, um, is a lot of you know I, I like being on the practice field again i like um discussing tackling i like looking at defensive and offensive schemes and figuring out what's the best way to put our kids in the best position to be successful and so um all of that is is a big deal you know the winning you know the the fun is in the winning there's no doubt you want to win but um to me it's it, as i've gotten older uh, i've realized it is not the number one thing so um it's it's um you know again it's a great game it's done a lot for me and i um you know i'm very thankful to be a part of you will know, be where I'm at. Yeah.
1: Well, this may be a little too personal for you, but would you say you have like a dream football job, like maybe coaching in, in the NFL or college football or what, what have you?
0: Yeah, so I've been asked that before. And um, I would say, you know, uh, when I was at Oakland, Oakland was my dream job. You know, I was 29 years old, got that job, won a state championship, played on ESPN. And uh, it was, a, you know, it was an awesome place. Got a, Had a lot of good players. And I would tell you that I left Oakland because I thought Christian Brothers was a better opportunity for me. So, um, you know, right now I tell you Christian brothers, is my dream job, you know, I, I love it there. I work a lot. Um, but it's, it's important to me. I value my time on that campus and, um, and the school and the community has been great to me. You know, the college thing, you know, I have two daughters, um, that are eight and six, they don't see me as much as I would like, but I do get to see them. I get to tuck them in most night. Um, I get to have part of the year where I get to be a dad. This part of the year, it's hard and I don't see them as much as I would want to, but, um, college, maybe. Uh, do I coach at that level? Absolutely. Um, and again, I love football, eat up with it, but it does not define me. It's not, um, When I decide that I'm not in love with football anymore, I'll bow out and go do something else. But right now I'm, I'm loving it. I'm, uh, every day is, is fun. And so uh, really right now I hadn't worked a day in my life. So I'm very fortunate. If that ever changes, then I'll I'll walk away. But right now my dream is crazy. Is, uh, is Brothers.
1: You've been doing a great job with that team and that school.
0: Uh, I appreciate
1: that. Well, is there anything you'd like to say to our listeners today on this episode?
0: No, that's really it, man. I mean, just, uh, you know, continue to support uh, high school athletics. I re- again, I really feel for all the young men in Shelby County schools that have not been given the opportunity. It stinks for them. Uh, I think everybody has varying opinions on why we should or should not be playing the game of football. But, um, you know, football cannot be the only way and football not, should not be your, um, you know, your excuse for why you do well in school or why you don't do well. But I mean, it is, uh, it is definitely a, a conduit for a lot of kids to to uh, to better themselves. And so, uh, I really I hate it for all those guys that are not having that opportunity uh, to get to get to go play football on Friday's and and um, be exposed to to um recruiting and things of that nature so i i you know i again i've always felt like i'm very fortunate and blessed but we as a, a christian brothers community are extremely blessed this year because a lot of these guys in the city aren't getting that opportunity and uh when they do get to play again people need to be supporting high school athletics because it's you know it ma- plays a major role in a lot of kids lives
1: well thank you so much for coming on this episode with us we really enjoyed having you on and thank getting you. to talk football with you
0: yeah guys, I appreciate it man. Y'all keep up the good work and and I'll come back time. Um, thanks again. Thank you.
1: I'm Robert Earn. I'm Raymond Johnson. Love you guys. Peace.
0: Don't forget to join us next time on the boys, Yeah we swoop. Yeah we swoop and we got them high clocks. and we'll shoot and we'll shoot with the Mercedes Benz in the coop in the coop and this shit's so fucking hard. It's on loop. It's on loop.